Timmy, today on the podcast, we've got relationship and dating coach, Miss Nora DeKaiser. We talk a lot about the dating story she's heard and the content she'll create from it. She's worked with 20,000 people at this point and has tons of stories to tell, including potentially writing a book in the future. That's right. And she's got, uh, what did you say, double major of psychology or... or Psychology and psychology. psychology and business. There you go. So I think she knows her stuff. Certainly does. It was a fun conversation. We hope you enjoy. I'm good. Are you good? I'm great. All right, we're rolling. What's up, Nora? What's hey. up? Hey, hey. Welcome. Thank you. Welcome. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the podcast and Seth. <laughs> oh, crisscross applesauce like yeah, you. Yeah. I don't know that I... I love that though. Yeah, I feel left out of the club here. Do you? I don't know if you, you got, got tight hips. <laughs> I, know, I've got I don't have tight hips. I've got <laughs> I got nice loose hips. That's why I can sit like this for a while. But tight hamstrings, both of us. No. You don't? No, I'm good. Just me. I was a hurdler. Dude, Stop I have it. stupid tight pants. Stupid tight, tight pants. Tight pants. <laughs> <laughs> tight hammies, baby. <laughs> Anywho, Nora, what's up? Not much. I'm excited to talk to you guys. I'm, I'm very curious yeah. about the questions you guys have. Yes. <laughs> she, was trying to, she was trying to get the questions out of us before we started. <laughs> yeah. Like, she's like, no, well, do you no. guys know what you want to talk about? <laughs> no, no, no. Nah, we don't really. <laughs> it's <a> freestyle. <laughs> yeah. Nora, tell us a little bit about what you do. Yeah, yeah, so I i mean, the reason why I was asking about you guys, what type of questions you're going to ask me is because a lot of times I work with women, so I'm always interested to yeah. hear what type of guys, um, what type of questions guys have for me. But yeah, I've been a matchmaker for the past four years, and I transitioned into becoming a relationship and date coach because I realized that a lot was missing with just working with a matchmaker. People can tell me what they're looking for and send me hot photos of girls, but <laughs> if, you, if, if you don't got what the girl wants, you're never going to attract that girl. That girl's never going to stay. So I've been working with both men and women on how to attract their ideal partner. And God, it's been a lot of fun. I have a lot of stories. That's would for be sure. Cool. I'm sure you do. Oh, Jesus. I how, how did you ever even get into that shit? Into matchmaking? Yeah. Like what makes you be like, I want to be a matchmaker. Right. Exactly. Um, I went to college for matchmaking. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a, a undergrad would, at yeah. USC. <laughs> I would be surprised. <laughs> we had a degree in yeah, matchmaking. Yeah, yeah. No, I think I've always been really curious about relationships. Um, I've always been the person that my friends have gone to and have said, oh my God, he broke mm. up with me or holy shit, this girl is my dream girl. How do I, how do I get her? What do I say? Yeah. Um, so I, I love doing that. I think I naturally gravitated towards that. Um, but I also found a company that was a matchmaking company and <laughs> I was like, this is my dream job. This is what I want to do. And it just fit. It fit like a glove. I, I huh. have done it for so long that I think sometimes I need to turn my brain off and stop thinking about why <laughs> couples are doing what they're doing and yeah. what's going on. But, um, yeah, that's how I got is it, it. Is it like, did you, were you in, in psychology that's or just, I yeah, I doubled in psych and business. Um, oh, I also wow. grew up in a family. My mom's a psychiatrist. So I grew up, uh, with our dinner conversations, always kind of diagnosing the relationship and <laughs> the person and what's going on and why people do what they do. Um, and I always thought I'd go back to school and become a therapist myself. But mm -hmm. when I found matchmaking, it's a perfect mix between therapy, but also, you know, confidence boosting and coaching and just sure. teaching people what they already have within them. I think a lot of people get really in their head with dating. Dating is so scary and so vulnerable. Uh, but when you have someone like me that can come alongside you and say like, no, you've got this, mm -hmm. this is, these are, you just need the steps to figure out how yeah. let's do it together and, and you'll be there. And it's probably simple as shit. It's like so for simple. You, yeah, People complicate right, it. For you. Right, right. Yeah. Like you have like, all right, here's what you need to do. Yeah. Like if, if you looked at somebody, you'd probably just have the steps of like, all right, this is what you need to do. Hey, stop showing up with a million dollars in your pocket. That's why you're attracting this type of person. Kind yeah. Of well, I, the interesting thing is that everyone has their own story and everyone has their own blocks to dating. So it's easy, but it's also, um, yeah, it's easy when you know how to do it because yeah. what I do with most of my clients is, is we talk about their past and that's a big mm. part of why they attract certain types of people. Sure. Um, and that can be their upbringing or their first love or any pains that they've been through. But a lot of people just ignore that shit and put it underneath the, you know, <laughs> under the rug and, don't even think about it again and think that they're stronger and bigger than it. But, yeah. um, it comes back. It, it really does. Even if you're in a 10 year relationship with the love of your life, something could trigger you and you freak out and she's asks, who are you? What are you doing? Why are you doing this? Um, and you're so confused. I, I try to make it so that we, you don't get to that point and we work on that stuff before you start dating, before you start attracting someone. Yeah. So when you, so you start there, and are you bringing people in? Like, could I come to you and say, hey, I want, I want this, or are you just people being sent to you within the company? Like, people have reached out to the company, 
and then for matchmaking you mean? yeah 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 Yeah. so in terms of the matchmaking company i work for it's called three day rule um and we have over 150,000 people in that database so th- those are people that are oh. just Everywhere? single yeah All nationwide the globe mm-hmm. just nationwide, nationwide yeah okay. um so those are people that are single and are interested in being matched up but to be really honest that database is very passive um i don't reach out to many people in that database because mm. i only have about 10 clients at a time okay Um, but in terms of my clients, what I work with on them is, you know, figuring out what they're attracted to, but then why are they attracted to it? Because oftentimes I, I I had a client yesterday that he wants a very specific look, a very specific (laughs) personality. And then I realized, oh, okay. His first love was like this. Um, I don't think he's stuck to that. And I think if anything, it's probably not working for him. Um, cause his first love was really neurotic and and really (laughs) unstable and had a lot of, um, a lot of issues to be honest. So he's been attracting someone like that ever since the, the type of woman that he has to take care of and fix oh, and, yeah. um, love and kind of be her savior. Um, and it manifests itself in different ways. It's not always a textbook. Oh, she's a mess. I need to fix her. Oftentimes she can look like she has her shit together. And then five years later you realize, Oh my God, this has all been her kind of like bandaging it up, not yep. really being authentic. So Again, I try to figure that out, figure out those patterns and kind of illuminate them for my clients so that we aren't just looking for a specific girl. Um, we're looking for a specific feeling. We want you to feel sure. good and mm-hmm. loved and excited and sexy and all yeah. of those feelings. How hard is it to get someone to realize that? Like, hey, it's, it's so not- hard. <laughs> yeah, right. I work with my clients for six months or more. Um, when people okay. ask me to work with me for, you know, one, one or two sessions, I can, but um, we can't get to the root of it. We can't figure out what's going on in one or two sessions. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the hard part with online dating is you flip up the profile you see hot people you swipe right you go on a date and you think it's you know you think you're going to form a perfect relationship (laughs) in two you know in two nights of flipping through uh, bumble it's not going to happen that quickly you have to really know what you're looking for yeah so three day rule what's different I, i know it's like a is it a higher end client yeah uh, I mean, not necessarily. The price point is a little bit pricey, okay. uh, depending on what you're looking for. Um, so that's why I do coaching as well, because yeah. I think the value in what we offer is really the coaching. Um, gotcha. so I started my own business about a year ago where I'm working with both men and women who really just want to learn how to attract their person on their own. And with that, I'm going on the dating apps with them or I'm coaching huh. them before oh, the day nice. or after the day. Yeah. I'd like date. to be a fly on the wall for on that. All yeah, right. that. Um, or if they're in a relationship that isn't working, we're talking about why and how to fix it. I have a client right now who's married and is extremely unhappy and they haven't had sex in a year. So, all right, let's figure out what what to do and how to fix that. Yeah. Yeah. Like right now (laughs) in a year. Well, it is, it is no nut November. Yeah, that's true. Sorry. Sorry, mother. (laughs) Um, do you have, do you have more male, female? Where do you, what's the ratio? Do you have any couples? Oh, do I have any success stories? No, like actual, like like me and you are dating. We come in and we actually like talk oh, to us. Or that is it I work just, with together. Yeah. Um, you know, I would love to work with couples. I haven't yet. Mm. Um, usually it's one person in the relationship that is a little bit more motivated or a little bit more aware to the problem. Sure. Um, and I always offer for that to, to come into play and it probably will be in the future. But right now I've only worked with one person of the relationship. How do they, like, how do they get in contact with you? Like, how are they finding you? A lot of people find me on Instagram. Okay. Um, cause I share a lot of free content on there, uh, right. and, and then just kind of word of mouth. A lot of my clients come to me and say, Hey, my sister's um, brother huh. worked with you. Um, I want to know how you did this. I want to know how you fix their love life. Yeah. And that's where they, they just come in. They send you DM. Yeah. Interesting. Slide into my DM. <laughs> <laughs> and I know you've done, you said you did the, what was the thing you did you talked about earlier? Fab bit fun. Oh yeah. Yeah. You've done fab bit, fab fit fun mm-hmm. easy for me to say mm-hmm. and then you've worked with some other bigger places i don't know if you yeah i, know I like when we went out to coffee you were talking about a, a big company i don't know if you did something with them or not um i've i've done a lot of writing for business insider for elite daily okay. um because god love and relationships are really fucking confusing mm-hmm. um and, and a lot of people uh, overcomplicate them even beyond the confusing factor of them so yeah. i try to dumb it down for people and just write everything that i learn i've, I've talked to over twenty thousand singles Uh, in the past four years in person. I've heard their stories. I've heard about their past relationships, about affairs, about 
you know, everything that hurts with a relationship. Um, so I've kind of figured out what makes relationships not work. I figured out what, what red flags are. I figured out what women actually want in a relationship. I figured out what men actually want in a relationship. Um, and then I share that on those publications. I'm also working on a blog right now. Yeah. Yeah. Do it. Um, because I want to share those people's stories because at at this point for talking to over 20,000 people, I've heard a lot of stories, but a lot of them have similar themes. Oh, of course. Sure. Yeah, um, I definitely see that. yeah. So I want to be able to share those themes, um, to the world and hopefully eventually that blog will turn into a book and I can really oh, help more than just the people I'm meeting. See, I like that. I like that. I'm glad you like the, it. The content, yeah. <laughs> the content I'm on glad content. you like it. <laughs> Pat, Pat approves. You should continue. <laughs> well, shit like that, shit yeah. like that excites me. Like content on content. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's well, what excites me the most. I, I got the idea from a client in New York. Um, cause I used to live in New York and I worked for a three day rule, the matchmaking company in New York. She was one of my first clients. I think one of my first 10 clients or so. And she was an editor for Harper Collins, um, a book publisher. Mm-hmm. And, we got a drink after I'd worked with her for a long time and we stayed really good friends and I'd been coaching her. She, she, she was interesting. She was bi. So, uh, it was a little bit confusing on what she wanted. And I think a lot of what I worked with her on was figuring out what she wanted. Yeah. Um, did she want a poly relationship? Did she want a guy? Did she want a girl? Did she want to get married? Did she want to have kids? Like she wasn't sure. So we, we searched on that for uh-huh. her. Uh, and we, we got a clear understanding of what she was looking for. And I actually set her up with someone that it was working. Huh. Um, so that was exciting, but yeah. afterward we stayed friends and she looked at me and she's like, Nora, you've changed my life, but I'm just one person. And if you wrote what you taught me, you could change millions of people's lives. And that's kind of the seed that planted my idea of just like, holy shit. I want to share all of these stories Hell that yeah. I learned. And how long, able to how long share ago that. was this? It was a couple of years ago. And you haven't done it yet? And I haven't done it yet. Uh, well, I'm starting. It, All right, good, good. Ball's rolling. I had to build yeah. up my, my stories, you know, I had to meet those 20,000 people. Right. She was only my yep. 10th client. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's soon. Okay. I'm sure you have a gazillion stories. I mean, I you probably had so a bunch stories. then too. Yeah. Like good, bad. I'm sure it's interesting. I'm sure you could share like horror stories and like, what is the vibe of it? Is, is the vibe of the blog going to be of like, the, um, like teaching learning or is it like funny? Cause you're like funny, smart. Yeah. Lead. So that was kind of an interesting thing. Cause a lot, you know, when I first meet someone, most people who come to me aren't super pumped that they're single. They're not like, yeah, I was cheated on and now I'm like really hurt by it and I can't connect with women and I just use them to have sex. Like that's not like a fun thing to like yell about. Um, so, so that's an interesting part about what I'm trying to do is I, I want to be able to share real stories, um, because that's what people connect with, right? Uh-huh. It is when you're in your, you're going through your own shit and you're reading that and you're like, Oh my God, this happened to someone else too. Great. Um, but then, so I think my, my, the platform is going to be, okay, I'll share the story. Some of them are more interesting than others. Some of them are sad. Like the one I just said, some of them are funny. Some of them are just like, how did this person not understand what was going on? Mm-hmm. Um, and then share how I worked with them and, and what, what changed them and what I taught them, um, and how that can apply to the reader themselves. That's cool. Yeah. So when are you starting it? Or when are you when are you launching it? I've um, started. I I was a couple minutes late because I was finishing my website. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. You're doing it yourself, or you're 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 creating the content for it. Yeah, I'm doing it on Wix, which I really like. I was debating between Kajabi or Wix, um, and I really like Wix. What's ours on? This is all right. Squarespace. Squarespace. Yeah, Yeah. I like Squarespace too. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. I don't do any website shit. No. Timmy handles all that. That's Timmy. <laughs> but it's Wix, Wix is Wix yeah. is much older than Squarespace. It's been around for a while. Yeah. Um, I was talking to a friend about SEO and they uh-huh. mentioned that Wix is really good with SEO. Yeah. And yeah. Squarespace is more or less like our current media one is on there and it's just easy. Mm-hmm. Just pops yeah, up. Yeah, our there, stuff's that's pretty basic. Yeah. It's just like we a just wanted showcase. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Showcase content. Yeah. Podcast, yep. blog. What do you guys think about uh, the stories that I hear and keeping it positive or interesting how would you recommend kind of organizing it i would like to hear like personal stories from like yeah. and like like i i'm not i don't want to i i personally wouldn't go to it for like the sappiness i want to hear funny stories like people came to you because xyz and that's the funny part and how you like your initial reaction okay in my head i was thinking jesus christ this is crazy but what really came out was xyz you know like that yeah. type sure. of thing i think for sure fun. like okay I'm, uh, th- what you just said made me think of a story of a guy i met this is a couple couple months ago. Uh, he was a doctor. He's so sweet, Asian guy. 
but he kept looking at my boobs. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Now the we're whole talking. meeting, my first meeting, the guy's like, so what do you, la, la, la. And, and his eyes would just like go down. And I'd be like, okay, <laughs> this is why you're single, buddy. Like this, if you're doing less on dates, you are, n- yeah. even if the girl's attracted to you and excited about meeting you, no girl's going to like that. Yeah. Did you say that to him? Uh, yeah, no, of course. You did? <laughs> Not right away. You know, we did our thing and then I worked with him as a client and I mentioned, I said, you know, I noticed you've want a wandering eye. I don't know if anyone has ever told you that, but like, let me tell you from a girl's point of view, that doesn't feel good. Um, and I'm not even saying that because I'm working with you. I'm saying that if I was on a date with you, yeah. I would tell you that. Um, another thing I do with so some of funny. my... See, that's great. I would, I would read about that like stuff that. all day. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, another yeah. thing I do with some of my clients that seem nice and are interesting and smart and have a good job and whatever it is, um, but just can't get on a second date, I'll go on mock dates with them. That's really interesting to huh. do. Yeah. Um, because I get to see, you know, what they're doing wrong. A lot of times with that, they're being too nice or they don't have any edge. And it's just so boring. Or yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So many people are just boring though. I know. That's true. But they've got to find, there's, there's, everyone has a thing. Everyone has an edge. And when Do I tell, they? everyone does. <laughs> when I tell men that, they think like, oh, okay, I'll go get a tattoo. And I'm like, no, yeah, yeah, that's okay. not what I mean by edge. And get edge a motorcycle. Is, right, exactly. And edge is just something that you're super passionate about. Sure. Like it doesn't, it can literally be, oh God, it can be surfing, which I think is actually an edgy, cool thing. That's hot normally. But yeah. Uh, what else is an edge that isn't like mm, if you if you like to write like if a guy is a writer and he really likes to write and that's like something that really fuels his fire that's hot that's so cool that's an edge it's not really the manliest coolest quintessential just like cool thing but a girl would find that so cool if a guy was into that and shared that i met a guy the other day that goes to like this writing poetry hmm. group thing every two weeks and they share their writing and i was like oh that's kind of cool. so cool yeah, yeah. I kind of want to do it, not like poetry per se. <laughs> do it. Do it. But do it. No, no, no. Well, you got anything right now you I want just, to share with us? Well, I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, he pulls out this his, is I the reason journal. of the podcast. Yeah, right. Today I am me. <laughs> no, I, oh, I think beautiful. this could be like a spot where you did like beautiful. small intimate music stuff here. No, right, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I like the idea of like getting together every two weeks for something. Like a cool, it's Pat approved. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, <laughs> you got two now. Wow, two in Everything. the last five minutes. Yeah, I like it. Um, where it's like just meeting of the minds. Like I, I think differently than you, than you. Right. Just like here's this idea, or like even like what you just asked us. Like I have this. What do you guys think? Right, like, right. And then and mm-hmm. then Timmy yeah, saying the story. Then I was like, oh well, this story exactly. yeah, yeah. is interesting. Just yeah. like a spitball. Yeah. What do they call? There's a, a name for those things. You know what I'm talking about? People do these things. I don't know. Lauren, Lauren meetings, wanted to do it. Weekly uh, meetings. Not like a, not like a, <laughs> he's no, talking about AA. Yeah. AA. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go They shut that down officially last year, like December. What? AIM? No, AA. <laughs> oh, I thought you said AIM. You like to the chat. Motherfucker. I told you, <laughs> oh it's, it's the headset. <laughs> yeah, I turned it up. Well, rest in peace to AIM as well. R.I.P. <laughs> How old are you? I'm 27. Oh God. So you, you, well, you had it. I had you AIM. Oh yeah. But not AOL. No, I didn't. I was right after AOL. But I had my yeah. we my name was that. Cal Gal. Cal Gal. Cal Gal. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Cal Gal. She would have done well in the chat room. I have a question for you guys. What? Because yeah. I'm just interested in hearing a yeah. male's point of view. Because I I coach men and women on dating. But what are some of the biggest turnoffs for women for you when you're dating them? Like <sighs> first date, second date, and you're like, damn, I can't do that anymore. Um, I think just the the word dating in general. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I don't love I think the, the word female dating. population. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, not necessarily that. <laughs> just the idea of dating in general. Yeah. I don't love the it's idea of dating. It's been a long time I, for you, I, boy. Yeah. 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 I don't love dating. I, I don't love. <clears throat> Dating's I, awkward. Yeah. Dating sucks. Yeah. I, I'm different too where I'm like. No, Pat's a Seinfeld episode. So if you wanted some real things from him, like it's. He can give you every little weird. Yeah, I've, I've had a bunch of weird things of life. happen. Yeah. happen. But I'm I'm usually. Do you want to list out a few? Yeah, this, wait. This you know, is she intriguing. Would, I'm sure she you can't just these. skip over I, this. I always or think sh- this is kind or of. Or should funny I go? One. Well, I always I'll think tell. I'll funny. tell her if you want me to. Well, I, no, I got one. Okay. This I always think this is kind of funny. <laughs> I had this girl I was talking to for a minute. This is over ten years ago, and hung out a couple times, and then I had a dream that she had a mustache after one time I hung out <laughs> and I was out. I couldn't. That was it? No, that, no, no. He's wow. not joking either. No, yeah, it was it. But, but, and she obviously she didn't have a real mustache. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> did you? She, didn't, she wasn't around. Did you see her? Did you see her? Oh my gosh. 
That's so interesting. I, but that I was just one of his AOL chat room girlfriends. Right. So. That was Cowgirl. Yeah. That, that was, was me. That was Cowgirl. <laughs> 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 that, that, yeah. that was past AOL. <laughs> uh, no, people are really interesting with, with the specific. I mean, dreams are, are in itself interesting because people get freaked out and start sure, fights from dreams. Sure. But I was talking to a girl yesterday and she's, <laughs> she's, um, she's going to sign up to work with me. And I was asking, okay, well, what's the last guy that you liked? And she was like, well, it was this guy I met on Match.com. We were talking. Everything was good. We were going to go out for our first date. But... Then I found him on social media and I realized he's a Game of Thrones fan. And <laughs> and she said, and I just don't really like gore, guts, fighting scenes. I've heard that that show has a lot of inappropriate sex. So that's just not oh, going to be my guy. And I was oh. like, what? And, and my immediate reaction was, okay, you know, obviously I respect your opinion, but I want you to know Game of Thrones is one of the most popular shows yeah. in the world. Um, so... It, it's tough when we are so limiting on what we're looking for. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do that shit for real. The girl mm-hmm. could have shaved her mustache. Yeah. Or waxed it. That's like <laughs> even better. A prickly lip all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. Tell Goodbye. Her, tell her some more. Um, this is a nice little list. Um, there's lots of those. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> what, a, what about uh, the one girl who, who spoke to her mother a certain way? Oh, yeah. It was just a weird, like... <laughs> <laughs> it was just I don't remember what she said I think she was like Hola mommy She spoke Spanish to her mom But it was like Real like childlike Like hola mommy mm. And I was like You're done Baby voices are done. Also are But it wasn't like all the time It was well, just like one time was, Wow No it was yeah. one time That was part of it But also I was kind of I was kind of looking for that way out anyway Yeah she, she had a dog And like <laughs> That's another <laughs> one Yeah dog. We don't want to get involved yeah, yeah. With all that <laughs> Had it had a dog who who slept in the bed, and I was Oof, just that yeah. is a normal deal breaker. Yeah. Like if, if people have dogs that sleep in their bed, you're either that type of person and you're down, or that really mm. grosses you out. Yeah, I was out pretty quick. Me on personally, that. that's not something I don't want my dog's hair no. in me. No, definitely you know? not. How, you know what I was thinking when, when you first started talking about the the coaching of it, like how much that would probably work outside of just like a dating thing, like. We're brothers and we're business partners. Like from a business world, I'm sure you could go into that. You trying to and hire the, her? Yeah. And <laughs> do the up? same What's thing. Up? You it's a roundabout way yeah, of hiring me. Ta- you want to talk about something? I don't no, like what up? Tim has been saying. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. So, but so like, when you were asking so if I work with couples, you were really saying, do I work with brothers? Right. He's okay, family. Got which it. is the whole root of why you're here for the podcast today. It is Pat approved. Yeah. But for real, like there's so much, like so much where people are trying to find the right match in business and they aren't able to do that. But I'm oh, sure it's the their, same with their kind business of partners. Shit. You mean? Yeah. It's the same yeah kind of I mean, that's uh, Bumble BFF and Bumble Biz uh, were re- two really smart ways to. I don't know. Ha- what that you've is. never heard of that? Okay. Wow. Have you heard of Bumble? Yeah. Yes. Okay, so Bumble's a dating app. Yeah. You can go on there and you can find matches for romantic reasons. Um, but but is, isn't that like. Uh, like the female has to accept or something on Bumble? The female has to say, hey, first. Never been on Bumble. Sorry, I was out of the game before yeah. Bumble came around. Yeah. yeah. You were on AOL. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. So the female has to say, hey, first, but that's okay. it. So it's a really quick, huh. like, gotcha. hey, what's up? Yeah. Um, but they also have Bumble Biz. So you go on there and you create a business profile. You say huh. what your business is and, and what you're, who you're looking to connect with. So huh. if you're a podcast host, say, like, I'm looking for people to hmm. come on my podcast yeah, interesting. who are interested in business. Cool. Yeah. Um, and then there's Bumble BFF. So if you move to a new city and you don't have a lot of new friends, then you can meet people that are like-minded that just like want to be your friend. I think that one's the most awkward because it's like, I think it's hard to make real friends as an adult sometimes, but it's really needed. A lot of the people that that I meet personally for relationship coaching, you know, I say, well, what do you like to do? What do you like to do for fun? How do you spend your time? And a lot of them are lonely. A lot of them either move to a new city and they don't have a big circle of friends, so they can't meet people through that. Um, And and so it's kind of hard to meet friends that way. Sure. Yeah. I like that. I didn't know that I had a bumble. I didn't either. Yeah. Both That's of those are really awesome. But to answer your question, in terms of coaching, a lot of times um, my coaching turns into life coaching and it, it's sure. relationships are so confusing, whether it's a romantic, intimate relationship or if it's a relationship with your father, relationship with your past, you know, business partner, future business, you know, mm-hmm. it, all mm-hmm. of that is really the same. It's about kind of understanding yourself and what you value and what you're looking for and what you what you demand as respect. Sure. Um, and then how you can share that with mm. other people. What do you think is like the, the best thing you've done, best decision you've made business-wise? Or maybe it was to go in business. Best decision I've made business-wise. Such a good question. Um, or worst, and both, actually. I think the best decision I've made business-wise is to start my own business, is to, to get out of it. match. Yeah, getting out of matchmaking and, and start working with clients one-on-one and coaching them because matchmaking is limiting. It's, it's, mm-hmm. They come to me and they say, okay, I want this type of girl and find it. 
um, versus coaching, like we get to figure out how they can find that type of girl. Um, and it's become so much more successful for my clients. When, when you're matched, when mm-hmm. you match them and then they start dating, like let's say, are you talking to them at all? Or are they done? Oh yeah, I am. Okay. Well now, constantly. now you are, but I'm saying when you were just a matchmaker, that perspective of it, was it, all right, I found, found my girl. We're done. Right. Yeah. No, with matchmaking, it was a little bit less communication. Okay. Um, because, because really they looked at me as outsourcing their entire dating life to me. Yeah. Um, as if they had needed a recruiter to find someone to work for their business. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, yeah. Um, so it wasn't as personal and so we're kind of shooting blindly. It was like, okay, she looks like the pictures that you sent me. Let's see. (laughs) Um, but dating is so intricate and so special. So, uh, working with my clients now one-on-one, um, now when they're in a relationship, I am very close with them. They're calling me and saying like, we got in this fight. I don't really know what it's all about. What do you think? Uh Um, I'm also working on rolling out some meditations for my clients, which is, is definitely effective for a lot of women love meditations, but I think a lot of men need them too. I Um, love meditating. Oh my gosh. Just like a pre date meditation to get you in the mood. That's a good idea. Uh, Well, I don't know about that. I fall asleep every time I meditate. So I'd be like, well, there's all, I'm also working on a, a pre-sex meditation. Okay. Um, I think a lot of women resonate with that one because a lot of women feel really insecure about their bodies and it's the type of meditation to like get into your body and feel free and let go and really like, you know, the mind-body mm-hmm. connection. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be there during sex. Sex should be so free and liberating. Liberating. It should be the time of your day that you aren't thinking about anything. Um, and you can really kind of just dive into that. Uh, Timmy might make a baby soon. <laughs> yeah, if you're listening to that meditation... <laughs> It's happening. Numero dos. So when you when you first started rolling with the biz, like what made you decide to do that? Of course, there was an opportunity. You saw mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. And you're like, why am I not doing more coaching yeah. with them? But did you have people lined up? Or um, did you just say, fuck it, I'm going to figure this shit out? What made me roll with it was my own frustration of the gap between, okay, someone coming to me and saying, I want this type of person, find it. And me not being able to do that because I can't, I can't work with someone if they're not going to be attracting the type of person they're looking for. So to explain Mm. that I'd have people come to me and they'd say, I want, I want a guy who works out five times a week and is in super good shape. Um, is really loves his job, loves his job and is super successful, loves his family and loves to travel and travels often. And I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, (laughs) tell me about your workout regimen. And they're like, uh, I don't work out. And, (laughs) and, And she's like a little bit overweight, which is fine. But, you know, and then I'm like, tell me about your job. And they're like, I fucking hate my job. And I'm like, yeah, okay, tell Jesus. me about your travel schedule. Like I haven't traveled in six years. And I'm like, okay, well, somebody <laughs> opposite of me. Right. Exactly. And, and oftentimes people do that. It's kind of like the thing when you go shopping and you're like, I'll buy a size down. Cause I'm going to lose this weight. <laughs> Um, I've never done that. (laughs) It resonates with girls. Yeah, of course. Uh, Or I'll buy a size up because I'm going to get bigger, I guess, guys would think that way. Um, I've I've definitely done that. (laughs) Like college. I think I've been wearing the same size since like I was 17. (laughs) Oh, bro. I was rocking three three X tall tees in college. Yeah. (laughs) Tall tees. Fuck yeah, it was. (laughs) That anyway, said A O L. But yeah, no. So it's it's kind of the same the same scenario there where people want what they want to be, but you're never going to be able to keep that until you're being that yourself. That makes a lot of sense. What do you think's like the bad, worst decision you've made since you've started this? You've been doing it a year. You fucked something up. Yeah. Oh, I fucked a lot of things up. The worst decision I've I've made and is that I haven't made the decision right. That I've been like, mm. oh, maybe I should do this or I'll do this or I'll do it tomorrow. Um, and then not following a schedule is, is my hardest thing. So I really love my daily routine because if I don't do it, it'll be 1 PM and I'm like, Oh my God, I haven't done anything that I wanted to do. All I've done is work on, you know, work for matchmaking, but really I had so much time that I could have done other things. What, how much time are you spending each month or week with your particular people? Is everybody different? Everyone's different. Yeah. I like to do an hour a week with most clients. Yeah. Okay. Damn. Yeah. That's pretty involved. Yeah. Yeah. I like the idea of, of doing that with a business. I'm back to this, but what? maybe, maybe we're stealing, your, stealing your gig, like, like talking and working with businesses. Just consulting. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But like more on like a hands-on kind of deal yeah. where like we're not going, or maybe we are going in business meetings with them or something. So consulting businesses on how yeah, to grow. Yeah, but, but like, but like more, and we, we kind of do that already. We've offered people that before, not yeah. recently, but but I mean, like, super, like, hey, you, we're meeting with Nora. Like, we're gonna sit in on the meeting and act as if we're part of the company. Oh yeah. And yeah. like, oh shit, you said this. You should have said that. Maybe mm-hmm. we sit and re- record it on the phone or something where you can't tell, but it's still being recorded. Mm. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Mm. Yeah, a lot of consultants do that. Yeah. Mm. 
Oh, do they? I didn't just think of that. <laughs> no. <laughs> just make that up? No, bro. That in depth? Nah, bro. Hands on? Nah, bro. Really? I, I feel like that's, I mean, I, I certainly wouldn't want anyone in my fucking meetings. <laughs> I, um, so when I, when I realized I wanted to get into coaching, I, I worked with a coach myself and okay. what we would do with that a, is a business coach or what? She's a life coach in general. Okay, yeah. Um, I actually met her because when I was living in New York and I, I was a matchmaker and I was like, Hey, I like this, but I want to do something different. I, I did two sessions with her and she looked at me and she's like, Nora, I don't meet many people like you. I think you should be a, a coach yourself mm. and I'm hiring and I'd love to teach you how to do this. And then we could work together. So I actually work with her in affiliate ways a lot. Um, okay. but to, to talk about what you were just talking about, what we did with her and how she trained me is she, I would record my calls with clients. Sure. Um, and then she'd listen to the recordings and we'd, we'd highlight where I either really listened to the client and let them feel vulnerable and hold on to their emotion mm-hmm. or where I might've turned and not really noticed what they said. And we didn't really get to dive into a pain point that they brought up. Um, so that was really helpful. That that's was kind of, so, that's so crazy. Yeah. It was like, kind of like having her sitting well, I like that. in the meeting. But I mean, so crazy, like how much of it is mental and like how they're feeling like, all right, let them, let them be emotional mm-hmm. right now. Don't cut that off. Let that ride. Let that emotional feel because that means they're going to be more involved with you totally. and like what you say and it's all like a mental psychology game almost you're playing with them yeah oh yeah yeah uh, to do my job i i have had people tell me in the first 10 minutes some of the hardest things they've ever been through in life and then they look mm-hmm. at me and they're like nora i haven't told my closest friends that mm-hmm. um so i i love that i have that power um because cool. i use it in the best way i can and that's to hold on to their feelings and hold on to their pains and um, tell them it's okay and then work through on tangible steps on how to get out of it and how to be better moving forward and not let that hinder their entire sure. life. Yeah. I used to, when I used to be a personal trainer, I would, I was kind of like a psychologist. Oh yeah. You like hear about it. You like hear yeah. Especially when they're working out, you just spill everything. Yeah. yeah. And then they're tired and There's exhausted. They're getting emotional. Happened. And then you find out like whose boyfriend cheated on them. Oh, yeah. or like, you know, dad's being an asshole or girls got her period mm-hmm. like you know shit that's going on in their mm-hmm. life always yeah it was interesting it's interesting because not a lot of people get to hear that no one yeah. shares about that on instagram no. no one's like i had the worst fucking day today yeah. you yeah. know um and i think it's powerful to, to know that people everyone has bad days everyone sure. has deals with that shit sure and i would i would sometimes i'd be like oh i don't feel like doing this and then you go in and, and then they tell you their story what's going on with their life and you're like all right quit being a bitch right right go. exactly you know, yeah and like you're there for that person yeah, that's what I'm hoping the blog will do is is people can come to it and be like, all right, like this happens to everyone and this is how you yeah. get through it. As far as content and like marketing behind that. Mm-hmm. So you'll do a blog. Mm-hmm. Do you, you don't do any. I know you said you had videos of long form stuff. Yeah. When we had talked, you were going to do, gonna do some, YouTube. Yeah. But um, no. I, can, I mean, I can. I'm starting with the blog right now with those themes. And then I think with each blog post, what I'm hoping to do is then do a YouTube video aligned with that. Sure. So if the theme is how do you know when she's the one or how mm-hmm. do you know when he's the one? How do you know when the person is the one? Because um, that's a question a lot of people bring up. And that's something a lot of people really struggle with. Um, so that would be the theme that I tell a story about someone I met and I matched and maybe they were dating for a long time and I thought they were going to get married and then the guy kind of freaked out and pulled away mm-hmm. and then how I coached him through that and figured out if she was the one or not the one. Um, and then do a video with like, you know, eight steps to know. To how, connect how to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would it be like act actors in it? Kind of. We, we deal? talked about yeah. that. Um, I could, I might need to hire you guys to do that because <laughs> I, I definitely don't know how to do that. Yeah. Um, the thing I want to stay away from is the corny answers, Definitely. right? Mm-hmm. Just like the shitty, like, what's the most important thing in a relationship? And you're, you know, you just list off seven things. Mm-hmm. And I want it to be real stories that can connect with people. Sure. When you're doing that content for the Fifth App Fun and yeah. other places, are you doing different types of shit or is it your standard? Like, hey, or do they approach you and say, hey, we want you to write. Um, five things that would be great for a relationship. Yeah. Like five things to find a guy or whatever. Yeah. Uh, for Fat Fit Fun, they approached me and they wanted to do a, a show, a segment called Ask the Matchmaker. And so then they asked all of their followers um, what type of questions they had. So I answered those type of questions like, uh, when to have sex and uh, what to do when you get ghosted or what to do when you're not interested in someone or what to do when you're super interested in someone. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, sometimes it is a little bit repetitive. Um, but at the same time, I think there's so much power in the stories that I've I've heard and sharing them with people. I haven't been able to do that with that fun. I don't think I'll be able to do that with anyone um, besides myself, besides my blog. 
You don't think so? No. I think that's such a thing that people would... What, the stories? Hell yeah. Yeah. I think the reason why I won't be able to do that is because I the, the blog that I'm writing, I'm, sh- I'm mixing and matching all the stories because mm, I can't share you. any of this personal information. Right, right, um, right. So, uh, and that's hard to do off the cuff. I can't say like, oh, well this, and then mix it with this client. Yeah. Um. So the stories, I, I have time to like sit down and realize the themes of each one and then mix each one to, mm-hmm. to make it the most powerful and the most mm-hmm. um, applicable. Is there like a like a, a certain time like Valentine's Day or anything that's like super people are trying to be in a relationship? season. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> holidays. Sure. Well, right now people like, are, are you going super crazy. busy. People are right like, now people are really wanting oh. it. Um, New Year. Now is it just Valentine's is it female based right now or is it? It's half half. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Because years ago Pat and I would be like. Uh, holidays are coming up. We should probably make sure <laughs> keep the arms length away. Get out. Yeah, <laughs> get out for anything. That's, I mean, this is years ago. This is when we were immature. Yeah, totally. Yeah. High, sc- high school. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I would think it would be more female based, but half well, half, huh? Roughly. I mean, I think, so I always say that men have a, have a red light or a green light. Women always have a green light. Women always want love. They always want companionship. We just love that. Mm. And we, we're, we're multitaskers, right? We can focus on our career and we can focus on our relationship. That's why women are, are good at being mothers because when you're a mom, you have to do a lot of different jobs at the same time. Mm-hmm. Men have a red light or a green light. Men are very linear. Men think about one thing at a time. So <laughs> I personally don't <laughs> totally. think men are yeah, very yeah. good at, at being a boyfriend until they have their shit together with their career, until they know mm-hmm. what they're doing and where their passions, until they wake up in the morning and they're like, that's what I did and that's where I'm going and this is who I am. Then they can say, oh shit, my, I'm in my bed alone. What's, where do I meet someone? Uh-huh. Um, so the men I work with usually are a little bit older, uh, late 30s, mid 40s. Um, and they kind of had that epiphany moment of like, holy shit, I want to be with someone. So now let's find it. Mm-hmm. But they've already been established and they know what they're doing. And Normally. Hmm. Yeah. As far as content moving forward, blog, what else type things do you think you'll do or try to do or like relationships or talk to this company or fat fit fun types? Yeah. Like outside of the box type shit. Or are you just trying to like, let me do my content and see where it goes? I'm really excited about these stories and these blogs because mm-hmm. um, I really think that they are so personal and so vulnerable that they're going to resonate with a lot of people. How will you drive people to that? To the blog? Yeah. I don't know. I need to hire you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need to do more research on that. Sure. Uh, I use Instagram a lot to do that. Yeah. Um, I'm building my mailing list right now. Um, okay. and, and then I'm hoping it's, it's word of mouth. I, if there's, if there's any, honestly, if you guys have any tips for how people can, how it can be a shareable story, because I think that's how you drive a lot of content. Um, sure. and a lot of followers is someone reads it and then they really want to share it on their Facebook. Um, and, and you know what those are. I don't, usually they're inspirational. They make you feel good or they're kind of a relatable. Yeah. They're relatable. They're like a, Whoa, Holy shit. Can you believe this? I can't wait to share this. Um, and again, we touched on this when we first started talking, but a lot of the stories I hear are sad, right? So no one wants to share like, Oh, that's so depressing. Um, so that's why I'm, I'm walking this fine line between, okay, I want to share this real vulnerable story that will connect with people, but then add on this value of like, this is how we fix it. This is how we uh-huh. change it. And this is how we can make it positive. Yeah. Um, so maybe I'll add a f- feature in there of like, share this. Sure. I had, a, um, I was at this thing a couple weeks ago and this, the lady who it, it's a bidet called Tushy. That's not, <laughs> I'm telling you about it. So it's Tushy bidet and she does like really funny, cool stuff. Her books right there. I don't know. I'm back there somewhere. I had Got it up it. there. It's called do cool shit. Her name is okay. Mickey. Cool. Cool ass girl. And one of the things they do is they have real customers like write in like this bidet, you know, blah, 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 whatever it is. But they have other people read it. Like I would read five different customers what they said while I'm sitting on a toilet. Yeah, I was about to say, are we talking about the bidets that clean your ass? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, is there a different type of bidet? That we're no, no, no. I was like, what, what do you mean? There were comments. Cool. So they, the event, they read yeah. like actual customers. So like in your instance, like a funny thing, like I could read the funny thing where it's just like it's personal but it's not as personal because yeah. now it's like somebody else reading it yeah i was thinking about something kind of similar to that with, with the comments of people of their own experiences i was uh-huh. thinking of adding in a section um of kind of like ask the matchmaker ask nora sure, so sure, when yeah. you're going through something really shitty or scary or yeah. you really can't find your dream person and you're so ready for it and you have a specific question then start writing answers to those type of questions to yeah. kind of a column yeah who's the uh, I may have brought this up to you before, but a podcast called Guys We Fucked. Oh. Did I tell you about this? No. Oh, God, they're great. Look it up. Oh. It's called Guys We Fucked, and it started with two girls 
And one girl was just had a breakup and she's like, we should talk mm. about it. And so we talked, they talked about a podcast and they went from there to different places where they brought on exes and then they brought on people like you who are relationship people cool. and yada, yada. And then now it's like a whole big thing. But even once they got rolling, they had so many things where they would get emails on Sundays and they would just, the Instagram post is just the email headlines and it's like, you know, whatever sexual mm. thing that happened this mm. weekend or this or mm-hmm. that. And so like the content became a lot of what just people that's just interesting yeah yeah i had someone dm me yesterday and he was like hey i have a question and i was like sure what's up how can i help and he was like i really want to find a girlfriend and so i looked at his instagram and there were a shit ton of photos of him and this blonde girl like <laughs> like seriously four weeks ago and i was like well it looks like you had a girlfriend recently what happened there and he, he responds i accidentally cheated on her eight times oh <laughs> jesus i was like that's a headline in itself like what do you mean you accidentally cheated on her yeah, eight times?" Yeah. And then we talked further about that. But um, yeah, a lot of times people create their own content, which Hell is funny. Yeah. Yeah. If, you, if you look at the, their thing, guys, you fucked, I forget what it is. Their actual Instagram. Yeah, I'll have to look at it. But it's, let me see if it's on here. It's not guys we fucked. No. I think it's like about last night or something, but it's like great headlines. There, sorry about last night. So the headlines in, in the last one, this was four days ago. I don't want to read that one. My boyfriend's brother is trying to fuck and I'm not into it. I got fingered at a nightclub and thought about you too. I said no to the D and I woke up guilt free. And you know, (laughs) so like people are writing in these long things. So then their podcast is about that stuff. All of that stuff. Yeah. There's another account called text from your ex. Okay. Very entertaining. Sure. Sure. I'm sure you could run with stuff like that. Yeah. 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 The content builds itself. How often are people DMing you stuff like, Every day, all the really? time. Oh Not yeah, much. Wow. yeah, yeah. I mean, because uh, again, uh, the hard part about relationships is that we, there's no course for it, right? Like we, we don't go to school sure. learning about how to be in a relationship, how to feel love, how to give love. Mm-hmm. The only way we find out about that is really from our parents and unfortunately a lot of times that's not the best way to figure it out mm-hmm. um so we get into these situations where we have no idea where to turn which way is up which way is down um so me being there and having talked to so many people it's an awesome resource to be able to talk to me and just kind of hear someone else's i'm i'm oftentimes a soundboard like i'm often i'm not telling them a lot but yeah. i'm just hearing them i'm just listening to them and then we talk about maybe ways we can get around it i'd imagine too what just doing that they hear hear themselves say it out loud oh, yeah. and then like, oh it's yeah like going to therapist. Yeah. yeah yeah with the meditation thing are you will that be you guiding yeah it? oh really mm-hmm. interesting mm-hmm. so do you do that now at all meditations yeah like guided message like, yeah i'm working on on doing them right now yeah cool just uh, maybe i'll use your recording studio yes. <laughs> you know, do, do it. it come through <clears throat> we'll have to shut the window upstairs do you hear like the motorcycle go back i always hear that shit <laughs> Like I'm, I'm adding a meditation for um, before you get on AOL too. I just like to, that. Just to prep like you, it. prime yeah. you. I like so it. That for you're the chat your rooms. best self. Yes. That's interesting. Uh, so what, would they be like quick three minute type deals? Yeah. Or? I mean, and even meditation for like after you get in a fight, like it's so many times after a fight. Like mm. I, I know for me, if I ever get in a fight with someone, a friend, a relationship, anyone, I get, I get ice cream. That's like what I do. I mm. need that. And I would so love to have just like, okay. I'm upset. I might've fucked up or they might've fucked up and I'm pissed right now. But rather than going to ice cream, like just listen to meditation, chill the fuck out. Yeah. Um, I'd love that. I think the sex one is really powerful too. Cause a lot of people get in their head about sex and it's so important to not get in your head about that. Hmm. Um, first dates. I, I, a lot of people get really nervous about first dates and then act really <laughs> weird on first dates. And <laughs> if you had, you know, me yeah. that w- saying exactly what I say to my clients before a first date, um, that can really help and that can gain, uh-huh. uh, it can bring you a lot of confidence and a lot of energy that you wouldn't have had without listening to that. I like it. Thanks. I'm excited for that one. What other meditations would you want to hear? And they're not, I, I could I also know. not, I could call morning. them something different. Well, morning is good. Like manifestations. Yeah. Or, uh, or what, what's the other word like that? I mean, I, I do, you know, T-Mac. Yeah. Okay, I do T-Max. T-Max is a, a five-part or four post-workout. Yeah, it's like a post-workout. Meditation yeah. thing? Meditation. Yeah. Because yeah. it also it doesn't necessarily have to be a meditation. It could be like a pep talk or sure. I haven't thought of like a single bitch meditation. Like one that's just like oh, telling see, the girl like, you're fucking awesome. Like you don't need a guy. Yeah. This is what you should, you know, this is what you should do to make yourself feel better. Like stop thinking about him. Stop freaking out. Because I have so many female clients that I've won um, that I was working with a couple of days ago. And she went on a first date with a guy 
a week and a half ago. The first day went great. Two days later, they talked on the phone for six hours. Oh my so it's obvious he's interested and excited. Then he got sick. Oh. <laughs> and so this past weekend, she, they couldn't spend time together. And she like randomly, t- she lives in Sherman Oaks. And she was like, I'm in Venice, which is far. And she was like, do you want me to drop anything <laughs> off? Like some health remedies? Like, and again, they've only been on a first date. Uh-huh. Um, that's a lot. That's And that's a very sweet gesture. Sure. And he said, no, I'm, I'm really sick. Like, I don't want to get you sick. She's like, okay. And then the next day she was like, what are you doing? Like, blah, blah. And oh, yeah. No, and and so, no, uh, and then when, right. Ah. Yeah. And then when she talked to me, she was like, I've hardly been able to sleep all weekend. I talked to my guy friends and they said he's not interested in, you know, <laughs> I, right? I've, we've all been there. Oh, Women good. do that. We obsess. We, when we like someone, we want to go all in as uh-huh. fast as we can. Yeah. Um, and if they had something to listen to, to just chill them out and to stop obsessing, like, they're probably going to attract the guy a lot better. Sure. And then they're also going to be able to stop thinking about it. So yeah. I want to work on stuff like I that. I like the idea of calling it single bitch, whatever. Yeah. Single meditation. bitch meditation. Yeah. Or I feel like that's, that's viral type. Like you hear it and you're like, yeah. oh, what is this? Yeah. 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 What do you think the guy one should be to make the guy like, stop, or what do you think the guy needs asshole? to listen to? Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I like, I mean, I, I mean, have I been nervous on, I don't think I get nervous on dates, but I'm mm-hmm. always like, I don't want to go. Yeah. Like as soon as it's, it sounds cool to set that. And then once it's set, it's like, right, there it comes. Exactly. Like, nah, I don't want to go. Yeah. But I, I think of just a general meditation, like whatever you're saying, just to calm you and mm-hmm. bring you in. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, let's mm-hmm. chill the fuck out. Or like, this will be fun. And if it's not a great date, you just meet somebody. Yeah. Hopefully they don't kill you. Yeah. What do you think the hardest part about dating is for guys? Or what do you mm-hmm. think? Like, you're, 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 I don't you've know. been in the game a lot more recent than I have. Yeah. I'm on AOL chat rooms, but I'm old school. <laughs> old, school. <laughs> old school, baby. Um, the hardest part about dating, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't care to a lot of times. Yeah. Like that's, that's usually been my thing. Like I'm not really searching for that. Yeah. And if it's happened, and you don't happened. go to, you don't like go out to bars I don't, and don't do that. Yeah. That I don't thing. do shit. Yeah. So it'd have to be yeah. a, yeah. So if it's, it's not Timmy. Of, yeah. So I don't know who else. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's probably it. This is more like I'm just not like seeking it or haven't sought it. So you've never met someone that you were like, holy shit, you're my dream girl and I don't know how to get you? Uh, probably. I <laughs> 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 um, I also am not like if I saw a girl physically. That's like not I've what s- it makes you. Yeah, I mean yeah. like that's cool. Like, But here, I, <clears throat> I used to tell X this. There's a, especially in LA, hot girls are a dime a dozen. They're like you just roll yeah. by them and it's whatever. Like who gives mm-hmm. a shit? Mm-hmm. There's tons of them. Um, and there's every guy moves to LA that's listening to this. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Car starts. Pack <laughs> your bags, boys. Yeah. We keep talking about how great LA is. <laughs> chill out on that a little bit. It's, uh, it's overpopulated and hot right now. Um, and it's burning to the ground. And it is fucking, Jesus. It's just so man. sad. Yeah. That sucks. We're not far from that. I don't know if you noticed on my porch, there's ash. Like oh my gosh, no, I didn't of, see that. Just a little, Oof. like a, a light dusting. And we're, what do we say, 20 miles away? 20 miles Malibu? Away. Yeah. It's crazy, dude. I don't know what I was saying about that. Yeah, I mean, I think we kind of answered it. Yeah. You yeah. did. That's all. Good job, man. Thank you. Proud yeah. of you. I appreciate it. Pat yeah. approved. Yeah. I, th- I think at that point, this is our, our closing time here. <laughs> closing time. <laughs> I don't like that either of you. Actually, I'm not a bad singer, no. Me either. No, you're not bad. But it didn't sound terrible in here. Uh, That's why I thought like this could be like a cool, a cool space for like a little mini concert. Yeah. No. (laughs) You think you started with that, and I think we're finishing with that. I said that like like I know I but like like um. What's what's that NPR thing? Tiny desk? Yeah. Like you know what tiny desk tiny is? NPR? Yeah. yeah. Something simple like that, and you have like fifteen people yeah. in here. Yeah. I think those could be really. Have you ever heard of cool. So Far yeah. Sounds? Yes. Yeah. What is it called? So Far Sounds. Okay. Here's a great date for yeah. anyone who's listening. Wants a date idea. So Perfect. Far Sounds. Yeah. S O F A R Sounds. Yes. I I just learned of it like two weeks ago at the same event where I met that or I heard that Mickey girl speak. A guy who works for them mm-hmm. works for another company that was there, so he he was talking to us about it. And cool. I, I might. I might go this weekend. Is that like a tiny desk thing? It's so, it's um, kind of up and coming artists and they have some big artists and some just really new artists, but they're always really talented. 
and they perform at different locations around mm-hmm. the city. And I think so far sounds is in like all over the nation. Um, but you never know where the location is until the day of the concert. Oh. I think that'll give you like the general idea of, okay. you know, neighborhood. Like um, West Side. Yeah, West Side okay. or downtown or Malibu. Um, and they're usually in really cool locations like uh-huh. a museum that's closed down or, you know, a millionaire's house mm-hmm. that rented it out for the night. Um, and they're intimate. So there's, I don't think there's more than 30 people there. Um, and you get to see the so artists cool. really. Don't, don't you cool. not know who the artist is too or something? Sometimes you do. Sometimes you don't. Okay. Yeah. So you've been to a bunch. Uh, one You're of my familiar. friends works for them too. Yeah. Um, is his name something Pittman? What's his name? No. Damn it. It's a girl. It's a Sarah. girl. No, it's not him. All right. Pittman. I, I do want to go, but, but also like you need a code to get in line for it or something like he gives uh, a code to be able to sign up, even though you still have to pay. It wasn't a free code. Hmm. I don't know. I'm interested though. I like the, the weirdness of it. Like, yeah. I love it. It's, it's, it's super unique and like fun and playful. Uh-huh. Um, my boyfriend is the one who turned me on to it. So yeah. it's a good move. I like it. Did you guys go on a, like an early date? Yeah. I think that was like maybe our sixth or seventh date. Nice. Mm-hmm. Sixth or seventh. Yeah. He was a good dater. He really did the, you the, did you your company match you guys together? No, no. I met my boyfriend on Hinge, which okay. is a dating app. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hinge. Yeah, okay. and I wasn't on there for I mean, I think I went on two dates before I met him. Um, did you tell him what you do for a living right yeah. away? Mm-hmm. <laughs> which is intimidating. That oh, is like I'm sure. Yeah. Uh I when I first started the job as a matchmaker, I was dating someone else and when we broke up, I was like, Fuck, I do not want to talk to women all day, every day <laughs> about what they're looking for because I fucking hate love right now. <laughs> like yeah. this sucks. Um, but I got through that and then I, you know, I'd been a long time and then I met my current boyfriend on a dating app and yeah, I think to be honest, dating someone who works in the love business, you've got to be as a guy, you've got to be a really confident guy sure, in yourself, definitely. um, which he is. And I'm really thankful for that. What is, so he, he works at Barucas. Yep. What is his role there? I was telling Timmy about him. He's a founder. He is a founder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't think he was a founder for some reason. Yeah. That's super cool. I mean, he at this point he's running the the whole thing, and and he wow. has, let's see, four other partners with him. Yeah, four other guys with him. Wow. So him, four others. So five. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. Five it's of five of them. them. Mm-hmm. Wow. They're headquartered here, or based here, or he yeah. based here, mm-hmm. Santa yeah. Monica. Yeah, their warehouse right. is in San Diego, but cool. yeah, they kind of work. Baruch a lot nuts. of them live here. Barucas. They are so good. Really? I had I've I had a handful heard. before. They're so no. You sell I've online had on Whole Foods? Whole Foods? On Amazon or on Brucas.com. Okay. And they'll be in stores early next year. Okay. Yeah. Early, but are they new? They start, I mean, they rolled out. I think their website uh, launched in March. Yeah. Because him and I were at a wedding uh, March 3rd. Wow. <laughs> I remember the day. That's crazy. He, we kept checking. He was like, does the website look good? Let's do a fake <laughs> order. Let's see. It. Does, were there any glitches? Like, And I was like, yeah, looks great. We know that, that world. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. We should have him come on here. Oh, It'd yeah. Be super interested in talking yeah. about. We'll do that. For sure. Definitely. Next down time. to the warehouse in yeah. San Diego. We'll take the well, he lives studio. right down the street. Yeah, we're not going to sit in a, in a loud we ass. Live from the warehouse. <laughs> yeah, loud ass we warehouse. see all these nuts <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> yes, it's, nuts. It's, no, not November. That's right. All right, Nora. We thank you for your time. Thank you. Good. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.